0: Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now here is Marla Goldberg.
1: Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. I hope you're having a great day. I'm so excited. Today is the first episode on Voice America, and not only is it my first, my first on Voice America, but my first spiritual teacher is with me as my guest, Alexandra Parnes. Alexandra Parnes is a visionary who has dedicated her life to healing the heart of humanity, one heart at a time. She's a clairvoyant, healer, master teacher, a channel for divine knowledge and wisdom, Dr. Alexandra Parnass is also the founder and director of the Alexandra Parnass School for Directed Advanced Energy Healing and the Mystery School for Divine Mastery. Alexandra's style is experiential, humorous, and on the leading edge of humanity's awakening consciousness. She has trained with some of the world's most amazing healers and has had the ability to find has the ability to find, hold and lift group energy Bringing the group into higher levels of consciousness. Now, as I've said, she's my first teacher. So I've experienced Alexandra and her teaching firsthand. And she is the person who started me down my spiritual path. And I can say unequivocally that her gifts and abilities are in a class by themselves. I, you know, I, Alexandra and her colleague, another amazing teacher, Laurel Mammoth took me screaming literally and kicking down my path to release so many judgments, (laughs) belief systems, blocks, opening me up to the heart-centered person I am today. So I am so grateful, Alexandra. Welcome. Thank you for coming on today. Oh,
2: Marla, it's so wonderful to see you and what you've done with your life. It's very exciting. I so deeply appreciate this opportunity to hang with you this morning.
1: Wow. it's been a long time, but I, am, I was really excited, get, you know, getting ready for the show today. Me too. So, and I know we have a lot to talk about. So let's start at the beginning. Let's just give everyone a little bit of background as to what, you know, were you born a clairvoyant? Did you know when you were young, you know, that you had these gifts and abilities or when did this start? When did you go down your spiritual path?
2: I was not knowledgeable about anything spiritual early on in my life. It was in 1971 when I was able to be invited up to Jane Roberts to uh, listen to the Seth material. And that was a whole year of working with beings from the other side. Later I became a channel. I went to the teaching of the inner Christ And they taught me how to channel and how to keep the channel pure. Because so many people, you know, they call themselves channels, but they're kind of really bringing a lot of their own mind stuff in. So I so appreciated those years through signals and through awareness. And then I was a minister for a long time. Then all of a sudden I decided... Healing was the way I wanted to go. Jesus was my teacher and mentor. And so I followed him even to this morning. I got some new wonderful stuff. So, <laughs> you know, it used to worry me to tell people that, but no more. It's like, nope. I hold the flag for wonderful channels.
1: Well, and I remember that all the amazing channeling you did during school and, and how Jesus would come through and the messages he would share and as, as well as other beings. But it, um, it was an eye-opener for me. I'm
2: sure. Uh, because the way this has come down for me, it's not a religious thing. It's really appreciating where this being has been in his lifetime and the legacy he left us and the legacy he wants me to share through my teachings and through everything now if anybody's feeling a goosebump here is what's wonderful is when i channel the energy comes through even from the television or wherever it is and that's the beauty of really having that pure channel
1: i know it's amazing but let's let's talk about it. you've got so many things going on, and I want to touch on so many and share so much um, because we can talk about channeling and and the beings that come through. And I know you introduced me to Bashar, which was phenomenal—not just me, the class, but I really took Bashar into my heart. Um, yeah. But we were wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the power of heart-centered living, finding right. the and activating the joy factor. Let's right. talk about that.
2: Oh, Marla, this is a subject that goes on in life for everyone on every level, whether you are an advanced spiritual student or just starting out, because it's always those first three chakras. I don't know how many of your audience are really aware of how the chakra system works, but very quickly, your root chakra is your survival. Your second chakra is your inner child third chakra is your power center and it's the power center that we really need to pay attention to to get into the heart so in this broadcast i'm going to give you guys a major secret that was given to me by jc and the boys i call them (laughs) (laughs) and really that that's the key to it all you have to stay easy with it and not get too Bogged down in the greatness of other beings, you have to recognize how great you are.
1: And a lot of people have an issue. They don't. They don't accept themselves. They don't realize how much they re how great they really are. How much wonder? How many wonderful attributes they have? Because they're so busy listening to all the negative stuff that they've heard, or whether somebody said it to them, or whether they just say it to themselves over and over again. As I like to say, beat, they beat themselves up worse than, they would, worse than any, anybody that they would do outside of themselves. People are just the hardest on themselves.
2: Right. So let me give everybody the first idea here. And one is that idea of blessing. So if your listeners, and you, Marla, as well as me, because I am the quintessential student, uh, what's a reoccurring issue in your life? Something that's negative that you really want to uh, move through and above. I mean, I know in your wonderful book, <laughs> you've really gone through, you know, the weeds. But today, anything happening that you'd like to move
1: beyond? There's always something to move beyond.
2: Okay. Any example you could give me?
1: Well, let's see. What do I want to put on radio and Facebook? Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let me put it this way. This is the great teaching that Jesus has given me and that of blessings. So if you take that issue that continually runs your mind and you just start blessing it, you find nothing wrong with it, you just keep blessing it. What the blessing does is it unravels all of the knots that are contained in that issue. And you begin to ascend into your heart. So that's door number one, blessing that which you are condemning.
1: And you say, I just, I bless this situation. I bless this person or just that Any, simple. Ju- anything I'm going
2: to give you is so simple. People think that this can't be real. But the truth is the simpler, the better, not necessarily easy. Because your mind is hooked in on that negative thought, and it wants you to keep going there, and it doesn't want you to quit. So later on in our broadcast, I'm going to give everybody another uh, way to get through all of that.
1: That's That's a great easy way. I like to go clear-delete myself. That's one of my tips. <laughs> Sometimes it's a mantra, but when I start having a thought that's negative about a situation or a person, I just clear-delete it You know, three times and move on to the next time it rears its head or something else, and it's clear-delete. And there are days that I don't say it at all, but after 12 years of doing this, there are days that it's still a mantra.
2: Absolutely. Another word people can use that means the same thing as disengage. Somebody starts wanting an argument. I just had this last week. I'm at the beach and I have a big issue going on with my committee at home. Uh, and I am being yelled at one way or the other, and I just disengage. And when you disengage from an argument, guess what? The other person goes, I'm so sorry that I was so angry with you. I I hope you'll forgive me. And I go, no issue for me, not my issue, it's yours. When other people are dumping on you, it's their issue, not your issue.
1: So it's awesome. true. Disengage. Disengage, that's a great word. That's something great to remember to do. And, but that's, again, easy. It sounds easy. Sometimes not so easy when someone's trying to find any button that they can push to get that rise out of you.
2: Love it. I love it the way it is. That's life on <laughs> earth.
1: And it, well, we're human beings, right? And we've got all these these challenges to overcome, or overcome is maybe the but to become successful in shifting, right, would be I think a better way.
2: We don't want to use the word overcome because the connotation there is something's not right. The truth is, in the blessing chapter of my book, Activate Joy, everything is right, and when you can bless it. You literally are rising above whatever issue you're seeing beyond the din or beyond the negative issue. And you're, and that's what I had to do at the beach the other day when I was being yelled at. Just say, okay, whatever. Didn't know that was the way it was. So anything to disengage and not so much dismiss as to connect. So that's the word I want to use. Instead of overcoming, I want to connect with the greater good that's going on here.
1: And also, do you look for like, okay, what's, what's going on here? Where's my growth in this? Why is this happening? You know, where's the learning in this? Because I feel that everything has a lesson attached to it. And in the lesson is growth. And it just, you know, you have to deal with some things to grow.
2: So let me give you my simple way I've done that. Because I used to do that. Sit and say why. I don't like the word why. I never ask any longer. I already know so that I can learn to love myself more. Now, that's your book. You had a long journey to learning to love yourself. And guess what? That's the exact way you do it. You disengage, you self bless, you love who you are no matter what's going on.
1: That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Thank you. And so let's go back to the chakras because I don't think people understand the chakras. Now, some do, don't get me wrong. Some people understand the chakras, but I think the majority of people don't really understand. They hear the word chakra, it becomes like a buzzword, but they don't really understand the importance of all the chakras and how they work together. And right.
2: So, yeah. so let, me, let me say that 25 years teaching Uh, internationally, because I went over to Europe and everywhere, uh, I learned something terribly important. Do you have to go for a break?
1: Not yet. Not yet. Four minutes, three minutes. (laughs) Okay.
2: So over the years, and this has been a really long time, my channel continued to show me how you go from survival to intuition. Let's talk about the first chakra. And the top of that, so I call it the ascending chakras, you move beyond the lowest point that you've ever been. And you can attest to that with everything that's happened to you in your life. There was that low point and it doesn't exist anymore, except now and then. But the ascension part is the connection. First chakra, you're connected. Now, these are things very few people really understand. The second chakra is about your inner child, sexuality, passion. The big issue with the second chakra is feeling unworthy. So you feel disconnected and separated. So guess what? The ascended second chakra is the idea of belonging. Now we get to the big one, the third chakra, which is the doorway to the heart. And that's the big one that people really do not get. You start out with power. When you don't feel like you belong, you want to get power over someone or something, right? So you go in for your power struggles with partners, with whomever. Once you can get through, gee whiz, I can't control anybody. The only thing I can do is love and control myself so you move into a place of what I call elegance or grace. There is a grace in understanding your identity. And what I really want to go into later is the secret of everything. The secret to opening the door to your heart is the top of the third chakra.
1: I like that. And because opening the door to the heart is, is so important. And not everybody has that key. They nope. don't know how to get to it. Right.
2: And we're going to give them that secret.
1: That's perfect. So we're almost at break time, but I am so excited about coming back to talk about more about the secret to opening the door and some of the other things that, that were downloaded to you last night when um, you were sleeping. You were talking about how <laughs> how active you were and the beings I throughout know. you. <laughs>
2: well... This is when your greatest connection is. It's around 2, 3, and 4 in the morning. And I discovered that in Maine when I asked Jesus. He was teaching me about the goodness process. And I said, why is it always 4 in the morning? He said, because everybody's sleeping. And thought forms are at the lowest. Which That's is, why you wake up early.
1: And so for the people who are insomniacs or think that they're insomniacs, <laughs> most likely... You're not, if you're getting up between two and five in the morning, there might be this time for you to do some creative writing or creative problem solving. Oh,
2: absolutely. And listen to your inner voices then, the highest of your inner voices, of course.
1: Uh, yeah, of course, because there <laughs> are some lower sides. So we'll talk about yeah. that too, because I don't think people understand, you know, as a general broad stroke about the lower side of, of information. Right. So, okay. excellent. Well, I think we're right about it. Break time. We're going to pick up at uh, the secret to opening the door and talking about the downside of, of the information one gets when we come back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs, or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net.
2: When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You're listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 346 9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guided spirit conversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. I am talking to Dr. Alexandra Parnass who is an amazing visionary, clairvoyant channel healer, and who is the founder of the Alexandra Parness School for Soul Directed Advanced Energy Healing. Um, and we were talking about the chakras and before we went to break, and now we are talking to Alexandra. We're going to get the secret to opening the door to the heart from the third chakra. So welcome back, Alexandra.
2: Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Marla. And all of your guests that have joined in, I get excited when I know <laughs> we're broadcasting because it isn't just me. Uh, it, everything anyone really needs to understand is we're all channels. You're all channeling who you truly are on so many different levels. You were talking about the dark side. Well, what you come to learn with the blessing of life is that there really isn't any dark side. What people think of as a dark side is really the contrast that helps you grow. And this is the reason why I don't say why. Why did this happen to me? Why did that? I already know because I have to learn to love myself a little more. Stand up for myself, for example. And what I've learned about the secret to the heart is a word that people really need to understand. I'm saying you don't understand it. I'm saying you need more understanding about it. And that's the word humility. When we work in the school with the third chakra, we have a process called ART, which is Awareness Release Technique. Yes. So all of the pain that we carry around in our body, and Laurel, my beloved partner, is... The two of us kind of are connected like this, two sides of the same coin in a way. She works more in the body, massage therapy, but she's also a Sufi master and been doing that all of her life. I'm more of the channel, the visionary person, but we come together. And when the summit started, I had already booked my trip to go to Japan. I was guided to go to Mount Fuji to visit the masters and to go and see the dancing cranes. Crazy, but we already had done it. Then Laurel calls and says, hey, maybe it's time for us to do a class again. And immediately both of us were downloaded with the Heart Summit. So going, I'm going to give you a couple of different pieces and then we'll come back to it. So The key to opening the heart is the word called humility. This is a word that people need to meditate with because in the old Christian religion that I was brought up with, humility means to be less than, to be underneath, the underling. Everybody's bigger and greater than you. God's bigger and greater than you and you're not equal to anything. Years ago, when I had the church, and I just began to speak with Jesus. It was one Saturday, I didn't know what to talk with. And I said, hey, big guys, I have no idea what to talk about. So come and help me with it. And so my whole way of introducing myself to this was through that doorway of humility, able to receive, not feeling like he's greater or better than me, but we're kind of on the same equal thing. And I know that's egads to most people out there, but guess what? You are equal to that higher part of you. There is no, the only thing stopping you is your pride, your need to control everything and think that you're unworthy of that. So those are the negative parts. The positive parts, the the place that says, Oh I so appreciate you. Now that word is a um humili- a, a word that connects with humility, right? I get excited, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other word that you really need to know besides appreciation is wisdom and trust. When you trust yourself, you couldn't have written that book if you didn't trust the process that you went through. And by writing those words and actually putting them out there for other people to read, there is an appreciation of who you are on a very high level. You follow what I'm saying? I do. So then when Jesus says the meek shall inherit the earth, what he means is those with the highest level of humility that live from your heart. That's the key to the whole thing. When somebody's yelling at me, I'm not responding. I'm disassociated from their issue. I am taking responsibility for my part in what has happened, but in no way, and I'll say this carefully with quotes, (laughs) giving them the pleasure of thinking that I feel bad about myself for what's happened. Now, I know everybody understands that part, right?
1: I believe so. I think that's true. (laughs)
2: So there you have it that that place the higher part of your and and let me just tell you the three issues of the heart chakra. So that humility connects you in with love and longing. So think of the longing we have to be appreciated. The longing we have to be seen. Just could you just see me for who I am kind of yes. thing. You, you experienced in the school how many people are afraid to be seen. So they hide, they hide behind, uh, oh, this is what my mother wants me to be. Or, this is what my dad thinks I should be doing. So the middle, when you start to reach the depth of the heart chakra, they gave me the words surrender to divine will. I've changed that to I'm connected with all that I am. And when I can be in that place of saying, "Thank you so much for this new information," and feel that connection so strongly, that you're who I am and I'm who you are.
1: That's that's so true. It's so true, and I love it. I'm connected to all that I am, and because it does connect you. And if you're feeling unconnected or disconnected, this will then give you a, a, what, a feeling of what connection really feels like. Right. Right. And I know that I, know, I felt disconnected when I started the school. I was very disconnected. I mean, when I met you at that woman. You,
2: you were disconnected, but you were willing and you're never really disconnected. You just think you are.
1: True. That is true. It, it, but it's perception and isn't perception yep. people's reality.
2: Yes, it is.
1: And that's and that's one of the blocks that I think a lot of people do because they're they're blocked because their perception says something and they're believing it, right? Right. And I I, I, I say this all the time. It's remember the movie Pretty Woman. Oh and yeah. Billy Robert and Richard Gere in bed and he says something to her about she's got a lot of special qualities wow. or something like that. And she said, "It's you. Have you ever noticed? It's just easier to." to like, hold on to the negative. I'm paraphrasing, yeah. obviously, but to believe the negative rather yeah. than to believe when somebody says something good and positive about you or sees something in you that you don't see in yourself.
2: But you see, look how long we've been taught uh, that we're less than, like, God is greater than you. Well, what if God is you? You know, what if, what if? We are all on the same wavelength, on the same boat, reaching for the same things. When I had the church, we had a, uh, our, our children's group was called Penguin Power Paradise. And we used to <laughs> laugh and have such a good time with that. And the, in those years, back in the 80s, the big thing was on forgiveness, right? Yes. So everybody said you gotta forgive people for this and for that. And so one Saturday afternoon I said to him, my my buddy Jesus, I said, Tell me about this idea. Normally I would not get long channels at all. It would be short statements. So his statement to me was forgiven forgiving is an opportunity for giving unconditional love. So later on We change that word forgiveness because we see beyond what we think we did wrong or they wronged us. Right. We go into appreciation for the experience because I grew from it. There's that knowing that says, wow, if this hadn't happened, I would never be where I am now. And I know a lot of people really can relate to that.
1: I know I relate to that, and I, I go back to my book because, and I go back to my life because if I didn't go through if I wasn't in that terrible marriage that I was in, that very challenging marriage, it wouldn't have led me to the Women's conference, which would led me to you, and everything happens the way it, it's divine. it's divine, and it happens the way it's supposed to happen. And we may not like it, we may not understand it at the time, but when some time passes and you look back then you go, that's why it happened.
2: Right. You can, again, I go back to the word appreciation. You can appreciate the people involved in that because they are called cooperative components. They come to help you get to where you need to go. I think that's the idea behind this forgiveness piece is that When you can appreciate somebody rather than thinking they've done something wrong to you or you've done something wrong to them, it elevates you. Let me take you up to the top of the heart chakra because in your throat, this is a key thing. There's a chakra here that's just above the heart chakra. That's the thymus. But then when you get here, it's the giving and receiving. You've got to be able to receive. You've got to be able to allow that marvelous, wonderful, goosebumpy energy to come into your heart. And it's, you've got to be able to swallow the goodness you are. You've got to be able to take a big, deep breath of joy at something. You know, I've gotten to the place in my old age. <laughs>
1: I have to laugh at That's hard to believe. <laughs> Don't-
2: because because we're all eternal beings, so old age is a is a stupid thing to think. So and it's I,
1: a human I, thing.
2: It's very it's, human, a- it's very human. But I, I have to laugh at it because I say to myself, you know, in all of these years, it's been a constant climb until now. I don't have to climb anymore. I'm already I'm already at a place where when a negative situation comes to me. I don't buy into it. The greatest moment in your life is when you don't buy into the stuff. And look at our political situation. How many guys are buying into all that? I had to do a whole piece on seeing the blessing of everything that's going on out there. And that wasn't easy for me. But I thought, I have no idea why things are going on, but it's not my job. That isn't. My job, my job is to bless it, so that whatever good is there can come to the surface. That's a very important statement. People should write that down, because that took me years and years to understand.
1: And it's very powerful. There is so much power in what you've just said, in how to release, and and with this climate that's going on, and the debates. If we were watching the debates last night and, and watching. Yeah, you know, the energy and everything, and it just—it's—it's it's interesting um, how what you're saying is true, and finding the blessing and the growth in in what's happening. And it's hard for me as well because, you know, as much as I try to understand it, wrap my mind around it, I, on a spiritual level. I mean, forget the human level, which I get caught up in as a human being, but on a spiritual level, on a higher level. And I'm still wrapping my mind around it. It's like, okay, what, what are we learning here as a country, as a people? You know? And, and those that are given, have decided that they've been given permission to let their veils move and all their hatred and bigotry and racist stuff come out.
2: But you see, what everyone needs to kind of contemplate is you can't understand it. You're nope. not at that level of being able to. So the only thing you can do is really and truly know that a greater force is at work. You don't know what it is. You've only got one job. And that job is to bless the situation. Don't condemn anything. Whole chapter in my book. I want people to go to ActivateJoy.com. Okay. You upload the blessing chapter for free. You can also read on there lots of different newsletters I've sent out over the years and stuff. And, but the, but that blessing chapter was a total channel. I said to Jesus one day, I was writing the book, and I said, what's it like to be a Christ? I mean, I was curious. And that's how our relationship has always been, through curiosity. What's it like to be a, a, a Christ? And that's when he said, bless everything, condemn nothing. Well, I took those words, went to Canada, taught for two years with classes to find out what do you think about that? How does that work for you in your life? And you know what I came up with? I can bless all of this, but I can't bless that. So that was then our next level of growth was bless everything no matter what. When I went to Mount Fuji, I asked the masters, to give me a task. So my task was to find beauty everywhere, even when it didn't look beautiful. That was hard. But I continued to go back to that place of saying, here's beauty no matter what it looks like. And that elevated me so you begin to look over the situation and say, somebody else is in charge of the big picture, not me. That releases you of responsibility. The only because you can't control it. Right. So whatever's going on out there in the political field, there's a greater good coming, and that's what you focus on. What's the greater good? Forget why. You're never gonna know.
1: Perfect. And we're gonna stop at this point okay. because it's time for another break. So okay. hang on, everybody. We'll be right back after um, a few messages and. Alexander, we will pick up where we left off.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting MarlaGoldberg.net. Listen for Mindful Matters Love, Sex, Spirit. Hosted by Dr. Dory Lynn. Dr. Dory is coming back, sexy, savvy, and with sage advice from nearly eight decades of life experience. It's not retirement. It's refirement. It's fun. It's deep. Listening just makes you feel good. If you're looking for straight talk without all the bull in the world, be sure to tune in to Dr. Dory and Mindful Matters Love, Sex, Spirit. Live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Make an appointment listening right now. Tune in to the James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to the James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Voice America Empowerment.
1: It's your
2: world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You're listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is conversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for hanging in with me. I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm so happy that I'm sitting with Dr. Alexandra Parness. And before we get back, I want to give you her information. So if you want to get in contact with Alexandra and talk to her and find out about the upcoming event that she has going on, which we're going to be talking about shortly, you can reach Alexandra at phone number 702-523-5242, or you can email Alexandra at innerfocus1, At Mac.com. And you can find her at activatejoy.com. So let's come back to Alexandra. Hi, Alexandra.
2: Hi.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) I want to talk a little bit about the Heart Summit that we're going to do in September. Feel free. it relates to what we're doing right now. You have become a global healer. I am a global healer. Most of the people who choose to share what they're doing have become global healers. So, I want to talk a little bit about what healing is. Okay. Healing is simply a greater awareness. It's simply moving from point A to point B to point C to point D until you get to a place that I've been describing where you can hold. See, because the heart chakra is important to be, able, not just to get there, to be able to hold that energy for a while. So, one of the things that came to Laurel and I through our channels was that this Heart Summit is an important piece right at this time in our lives because of everything that's going on. When people come together like you and I are doing right now, we're changing the frequencies of the world, of the world consciousness. Yes. Uh, Laurel was talking to me the other day and she was talking about, people being in a tribe and saying, we're no longer tribal. We're past the tribes. We're not small anymore. Now, what you're doing is reaching an international audience. What I've done over the years is always reaching an international audience. That's global. Yes. So when we come together in September, I've already been shown that this is like a broadcast of positive energy that needs to be sent into the world in only a way that when your heart is there and it's a clear heart and it's a heart that says, God, I care so much about this planet. I care so much about my life. I wake up in the morning and here I am at the beach and I'm so happy to be on the water and so happy to be alive. I don't even remember yesterday. You, you move into what some people are understanding is your power point of this moment. So when we, we talk about the future, when we come together, you and I have been excited about this connection for a while now. Yes,
1: we have. But
2: here we are. And we are sending these most beautiful positive waves into not only our immediate world and our country, But everywhere, there's strife everywhere. (laughs) What goes on in the country is going on everywhere. The reason for that is we're ready for a paradigm shift. We're ready for it. And you and I know it. And other spiritual people are feeling that pull, that call, that something big is going to happen. And when you have what I call the black and white, the yin and yang, and it truly it's it's I, I'm very hesitant to say it, but it is the way we're looking at our present climate in our country. It's very black and white right? You got to see that connection. You've got to feel the place in you that understands you have no control over anything, that there is a greater power holding us all in the heart of humanity, literally, and it's all going to come out good and very good. So that heart summit then becomes something that Laurel and I get a chance to go back and we haven't taught together in five years. Wow! And so the two of us are like, yay, We're we're, we're back at it again because we are an amazing team.
1: You are I, an amazing I, team.
2: I couldn't really do this on my own because what Laurel brings to it and I bring to it is a combination that's critical. Her spiritual journey, my spiritual journey, they're all one and the same. Everything is the same.
1: It's true. So, this, so let's talk about the dates. I want to I get the dates out there. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to make sure that everybody knows how to contact, who to contact for the event, where it's at, the dates.
2: It's in Asheville, North Carolina, not, long, not far from you right not now. Not far from me. September 19 to the 22nd, we always do everything in a retreat. We're going to be at Luther Ridge Retreat in Asheville, which is an absolutely gorgeous place. And we do that because we want people to stay sequestered in that energy that builds over three or four days and so you can find everything on my website activatejoy.com it's the very first cha- uh, it's the very first page you go to scroll down the link to laurel's laurelmemic.com is also on the bottom and there you can get the registration and everything
1: perfect 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 i know it's going to be an absolutely amazing weekend
2: yeah it really In- will be
1: it will be. It's going to be different than the last time. I think the last class I had was, um, oh my God, my brain, a clairvoyance class with you. And I remember talking to snakes in, in this pond and all of a sudden it popped up its head to talk to us, but we freaked out and ran <laughs> because we thought it was going to come after us. I like you disturbed me. <laughs> Well, isn't that a
2: wonderful segue into the blessing of your reoccurring issue? Because that's exactly what happens. Let me just talk a little bit about the energy that people hold. Let's say anger towards someone or thinking that, you know, you got passed over in a job, something like that. That's energy that's held like a ball somewhere in your body. And what we've taught over the years is you want to go to that energy and feel it, and then you begin to talk to it. So when you bless it, it goes, oh, my God, somebody's listening to me. Finally, I get to tell (laughs) a story, and they come out with bleh, and then the healing is almost immediate. When this situation happened last week with this person calling in and yelling at me, and I just was in a complete state of blessing her, understanding that that was her issue, not mine, it didn't take maybe three minutes before she started apologizing for yelling at me because I didn't engage. I simply blessed the situation. The energy got to say what it needed to say, blame, hey, I, can, I got big shoulders, that you can blame me for anything. I don't <laughs> take responsibility for your stuff. That is where you've gotten to, and where so many spiritual teachers have to find themselves where they stop taking responsibility for other people's stuff. Just cut it out. You know, Bishar, you mentioned Bishar before. Bishar, I spent five years with Bishar. These are beings. Now, guys, don't laugh. But hey, I talk to anybody that wants to talk to me that has a positive message. And these were people that came from another star system called Esasani. And their teachings were so similar to what we needed to learn. They called us, we are so excited to watch humanity on planet Earth because you have taken limitation to the nth degree. You are masters <laughs> of the It's That's so true. Isn't it? So so now we're learning how to move beyond our own limiting beliefs and understandings and, and take this throat chakra and receive the glory
1: of all that's out
2: there for us.
1: That's amazing. It's, it's so beautiful. I, I wanted to talk about Bashar, but I need to stop now because it's charity shout-out time. And as oh, yeah. you know, I like to support charities and the charities of my guests. And your charity is the Wounded Warriors Project. So tell us about why.
2: I first was introduced to the Wounded Warriors Project on TV a while ago. And from the moment that I saw these people who had been badly mangled and everything through the war. I wasn't thinking of them as soldiers that went to fight for us. I was thinking of the wounded warrior within each of us. So this is going to sound a little lofty, maybe. I don't mean it that way. I mean it very sincerely because the words related to my lifetime of work, healing my wounded warrior healing yours, healing all of the people everywhere. We are wounded warriors. And when we can get above the wounds and go out into the world with a scarred face, or maybe you've lost a couple of legs and an arm, uh, maybe you have PSD. You were in school with us. What I related to was PSD from childhood trauma. And that's what we watched and we healed over and over again. So the Wounded Warrior Project is a global piece for me that says, okay, guys, this is something I can get behind because it means more to me than what it might seem on the surface.
1: That's, that's beautiful. And so everybody, if you want to support the Wounded Warrior Project, it's www. WoundedWarriorsProject.org. And Alexandra, I have to tell you, this has been, I can't believe the hour is almost up. It has been so amazing connecting with you. Love your messages. Love what you have to say. Everyone, if you can get to this event, it would be amazing because... Alexandra, the Alexandra and Laurel show is just, first of all, something to witness to begin with. But then the information and the energy exchange and the the, the rise in consciousness is palpable. And <clears throat> I am like always eternally grateful to you, Alexandra and Laurel, for taking this very wounded individual and putting me on my path to healing. I mean, it took me a long time to, to break through, but... I finally did right before graduation. I I, I know you don't remember, but I do. It was the mod before. It was the eighth mod. First day, like within the first hour. And something you said to me cracked me open like an egg. And it didn't get together until later. But anyway, I thank you for being on the show. I'm going to have to have you back because there's so much information that you share that I love. And I want to thank you, the listening audience and the watching audience, for participating in the show today. I want to thank... Everyone at Voice America for supporting me and, and launching me on my way, and to Teresa Scott Reed, my assistant, who, my God, I would not know what to do without her. Uh, she is now my left and right arm. And I am just so grateful. So, till the next time, till next Thursday, I'm wishing you love, I'm wishing you joy, and I'm wishing you peace. Take care. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you Alexandra. Thank you. So grateful. Blessings.